0: start <laughs> oh, oh.
1: Big, big hey,
0: start. yeah we're we're started and we're uh,
1: um, uh oh. yeah the stream is showing up good. it's all good. is that going well no i was because i was listening to the stream and hearing you like you know how it just starts all loop
0: so yeah because it's always delayed a little bit right yeah Yeah. i to make sure all the audio sounds good. Um but anyway, um we have we have returned after a
1: Brief hiatus, three week hiatus.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of a hiatus. Um Yeah, yeah my audio sounds awful to be honest.
1: You sound like very deep. You sound like yeah, I don't know. You sound like you just like had a very long night of lovemaking with a woman and you're just at the prime of alphaness right now like uh, that's how deep it works
0: well it's it's deep but it also like almost like clipping
1: i don't know about clipping i just know about deep dude like you could read a phone book and a lot of women would pay a lot of money to hear you like just listen to that phone book here.
0: yeah i'll use this um this interface if i ever do like uh
1: you know, late night
0: combos or whatever ass.
1: Yeah, dude. Romance novels. Romance novel, audio novels. There you go, bro. Yeah, I'm going to switch out my
0: interface real quick, though. So, uh, talk about what you've been up to.
1: Uh, Okay, so let's see what happened. Uh... this time i will be prepared. I'm going to pay for an extra little study class they have on Saturdays and Sundays. There's a lot of them. Um, I'm going to gonna go to the ones that was recommended, and I'm going to do that, and hopefully, you know, pass, and then make some money, and I'll just go to Bora, Bora by myself, because this looks like how it's turning out to be you now. So, you know, maybe Bora Bora will just bring my dog, and she would be, like, the luckiest dog in the fucking world. She gets, like, sleep in, like, fucking, I'll get, like, two beds, and she'll like, sleep
2: Bora Bora, huh? Yeah, dude. Okay, how does this sound?
1: Yeah, you sound like you, you see you sound like you now you see it now you just sound uh, just once more, once again you've entered the land of insult That's what you sound like
2: <laughs> the chat is gone, the virgin is here. It's just me.
1: It's just all of us right now. Okay. Anyway, I- sorry, I'm rambling too much. It's been <laughs> It's been a couple of weeks. That's all I gotta say. Uh, sums it up. There's been a lot of stuff going on. My, last weekend, my parents were gone. I didn't have anybody over, so I just. Man, I smoked lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It- my God, I, I walk my dog seven miles each day, though, so at least there's that. And I did a lot of chores. I finally like, fucking cleaned my car, too, which I'm super proud of because now my car doesn't look like shit. So, there's that. Um,
2: yeah. It's it's uh it's been interesting. I mean, like there's been so much stuff like since we haven't podcasted and I'm just like, Man, I wanna talk about all this stuff because there's so much of it. But then like you know,
1: like nerd stuff, political stuff, economic stuff, regular life stuff.
2: Yeah, it's well I actually like on my other podcast I recorded an episode talking about just like inflation and stuff. But uh, I didn't actually publish it because I thought it would be incredibly boring for people to listen to.
1: Um, if people want to listen to that kind of stuff, they're if they're tuned in for inflation. I think they know they're not in for like the most engaging conversation in the world. But
0: yeah, you know, it's, But it's also it's like partially here. like
2: just like a catch up, and then partially like oh, let's talk about life. Life is shit because everything's really expensive, and uh, you know yeah. why everything's expensive. Well, let me tell you. <laughs>
1: On the bright side for gamers uh specifically pc gamers with the crypto market crashing that means video cars are going to be back in stock and they're going to be cheaper baby yeah <laughs> you no know, and if you're uh you know you're a corporate raider waiting in the wings now it's time to swoop because the market is officially in a bear i think i don't know kind of looks like one we'll see
2: yeah i mean and the the, the biggest issue with all the inflation is it it's there's really no end in sight. Like, even if we hit a recession, that's that, that, that's not going to be good for people. Like, I, I think a lot of people think of recession and they're like, hey, yeah, things are more affordable, which is like, sure. But yeah. uh, but also we're in a re- recession because nobody has money.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, like, like that's kind of the point. Like, that's why it's called a recession. Like, a recession happens when there is less money in the economy than things to spend it on. Right. So it's kind of it's, it's and a given there's,
1: there's also like you know the credit the credit card debt in the United States of America is getting quite large and I believe a lot of people are kind of hedging on all that debt to be paid back at some point. I'm thinking maybe possibly with the mixture of current things that a lot of those people might just simply default on a large chunk of that and then a lot of people are going to go under and it's gonna get really fucked <laughs> but you know that's just me rambling about things I see.
2: Um no yeah no i mean it's it, it everything plays into everything plays into it right and like people who are struggling now are going to be really really struggling over the next year or so and people who have like quite a bit of savings should not be spending savings on anything right now like you, you, everybody's going to be struggling uh that's just the way i see it going i mean you can listen to leading economists or people who run the biggest banks in the world and they're all saying the same thing everybody sees it coming uh, it's not going to be good. So,
1: yeah, just the, you know, the thing is, like, it's just going to be a long-term recession, or is it just going to be like a completely despotic and horribly horrendous de- depression? You know, things like yeah. that. Yeah. Or... I mean, it's also what we're seeing. It we're seeing, it, and I don't think that the Ch- uh, it, based on what I've read and what I know, I don't think the Chinese government in its modern iteration, as we know it, is going to see the end of this decade. I really don't like the demographic collapses. They're basically like, they're straight up lying on their 2020, like their reports are putting out to so like the who and shit. They're lying on their population reports. It's been almost confirmed like by a hundred million people that just aren't there. It's crazy. Like they have like, there are like three missing generations of children that they were supposed to have. and They didn't have. And it's, it's <laughs> because they had a really shitty policy where they would have parents choose. Okay. You can only have one kid. And that, yeah, also like it's come it's coming back like right now like in this decade to bite them in the ass and it's going to bite them like really hard i don't know if they're going to survive through it i really don't yeah it's it's so dependent like
2: yeah i don't i don't really want to cover or like deeply discuss the political stuff happening in the world right now yeah Uh, just because it's ridiculous on all sides and yeah. uh it's not gonna be a fun discussion i mean
1: the, we're probably in for the worst decade uh i think probably we've had probably the last like 50 or 60 years probably gonna be the worst decade you and i've ever lived through yeah so, like, i mean
2: we, you have like, like the the public hearings surrounding january 6 right now yeah. uh which rightly everybody should be disgusted by like like yes. any, anybody who like like it <clears throat> I, I don't know how else to say this after a year of Joe Biden in office, I cannot name one thing that he's done that's good. Yeah. After 1 year of President Trump in office, I could have named like 4 or 5 good things he did. But there's yeah. nothing I could ever say At to defend Donald so Trump ever he because he is he has lost his fucking mind. This guy is is off the the reservation. Robert, he's crazed.
1: He's, he's really going into the QAnon conspiracy theories because honestly that's probably the last base he has left to tap. And let me tell you, like, I've been deep in q and dude. Some of those people are ready for immediate violence. They really yeah. are. I don't people. I don't think people understand, like, how fucking bad it gets. And yeah, well, that's, sto- that's and why. He's, he's stoking those fires, and I just don't understand, like, what is fucking... It, Th-
2: that's <laughs> why I think, like, people like Donald Trump should be on Twitter, because we need to know what people like that are thinking. Like, we need to know that there are people out there that are actually that fucking insane. And crazy, yeah. Like... And, and trying to hide and, it doesn't mean it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. It just means you they'll know. go to Reddit or wherever else
1: and now, they'll have their a, communities. Exactly, exactly. Now, here's a problem, too, that I'm like just wondering about. Who do they, like? I, I don't think Ron DeSantis has like broad national appeal. Like I think he's really popular on the East Coast, but I don't know. The further you get west, the less popular the East Coast politicians get. So who do they run? If he runs, who do they... Who, he's going to be the primary because good. everyone's going to start talking about all the good stuff that he used to do. And everyone's going to talk about how much Joe Biden well, like th-
2: that's the thing. I, like, it was it came out today or something like through um, Joe Biden's uh, speaker or whatever. Like that he's going to be running again.
1: He can't run he's, again. He's, he's like a million. He's, he's going to be. 80, he's going to be. If by the time his presidency would be over, he'd be closer to ninety than eighty. And like, he's just not. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I've watched clips of him. Like, I, I just, I don't know. Like right now, I would describe myself as no. like just a. Like it's political. I'm a political theater. It's like, I like to watch this stuff and I don't take any political action right now. I really wish to do, but I've just got a lot of stuff going on. I need to deal with personally. Right. Yeah. But I, so I paste listen I listen to a lot of this guy's public addresses and speeches. He is well, they're not, not good. he is not okay. He's not all right. And it's not, we need to stop pretending like this is okay because we're taking someone who committed their entire life to public service, depending on whether or not how you feel about that, you know, he got the dude went got into office in twenty and he hasn't been out since. Like, you know, he's still. He's, and now yeah. we're and now we're like masquerading him around like he's a fucking the death puppet on strings, and everyone's pretending like it's okay. Like, oh no, these are his best years. We're like, what the,
2: well, what the, the thing painful. is like
1: the,
2: there's there's uh, always gonna be issues because like with Joe Biden, right? Like, he's not far enough left for the people on the left. He's not anywhere close to right for the people on the right and nobody in the center likes him either like yeah. n- nobody uh, like because
1: it, i feel like people in the center really are turned off by him because of some of the sentiments i share where it's just like nice, it's nice to have a that is capable of giving like this is why i hate this is the primary reason i hated trump too at the end of the day like he's just he he was he presidented or whatever you would like to call it presided over the country like an atypical republican president right Hundred like it was just and he did a couple things that were extraordinary like you know stuff that's going on in the Middle East crazy never yeah. thought he would see it but in, in yeah it, it, I, I, like it,
2: exactly like you and I aren't the right people to have this discussion because people yeah. are going to either call us crazy leftists or extreme rightists no matter what we say yeah. the thing is like we we look at things very objectively we can we can look at Donald Trump's presidency and say he did these things right uh, but yeah. he's also a terrible person he's also a racist and he also tried to destroy Thank- our country.
1: And he's also just a horrible public speaker too, and that's the thing. Like, (laughs) it's just just, we need. I like. I want someone who's a cohesive speaker in public again. Like, please for the love. Yeah. Anyone that can finish a finish a sentence. Anyone. Anyone at all. It makes you really
2: miss like like ten
1: minutes. A ten minute speech is all I need. Please something like, rousing for 10 minutes
2: like people make fun of like President Obama's speech patterns but like he knew how to give a speech right
1: he was and, he was able to enunciate and he was able to carry on and he was able to like you know pace out the speech and like you know build up to a certain talking point mm-hmm.
2: well even <laughs> even Mike Pence like Mike Pence you know he can speak like yeah. again again not a good person he's definitely mm-hmm. you know homophobic he's definitely racist in ways and whatever but he was an incredibly loyal vice president. And he's the one who called in the National Guard to stop January 6th. And on top of that, President Trump agreed with the sentiment that people should hang him. Yes. Like, no, it's no. it's insane, this this stuff that's happening. It's
1: so
3: fucking
2: it's the, crazy.
1: It is crazy. That's the thing. And that's why, like, everyone's talking about... So I listen to some right-wing podcasts, too. I listen to things on the right, I listen to things on the left, and I listen to things on the middle to feel more informed, right?
0: And everyone's like, man, why
1: are all the kids of America so stressed out? And if, if people are <laughs> like, it's like i'm like oh it's because everything's crazy right now and then everyone's trying to tell their own story about oh they're all crazy because of capitalism or their kids are all stressed out and crazy because some like left-wing brainwashing or whatever
2: Yeah, because of pride <laughs> month yo
1: yeah that's why they're going
2: <laughs>
3: that's
1: no I, they're that's stressed support. out they're stressed out because they don't because they don't believe that there are any public institutions that are gunning for them right now <laughs> That there's a chance that they may be wildly gun down by some lunatic at school that just their egg just cracked and they went and they spent four, their entire life savings on firearms with no questions asked whatsoever. Like, oh, you've never bought a gun before? Like, you know, the first time purchase? Like, no one ever talks about that.
2: Just... Yeah, if anybody's uh, interested, Matthew McConaughey's speech about uh, what a new U- Uvalde is very good.
1: Um, yeah. yeah See, public he, speaking, public speaking, public speaking. It's a gift. Yeah. It's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs>
2: but like again like it, it, it's just so much lunacy too like uh, like on okay. both sides and like people people think it's funny that they're like assassination attempts on supreme court justices to- simply because you don't agree with them like
1: that is the sign of a sick and failing society when you have members of the general populace that feel so cornered that they need to start attack randomly attacking any major public well, figure that it's they feel worse like they when
2: people just side with it because they're like haha that's my party i agree with them and it's like yo you're you're okay with this? Like, because it's ir- ironic to you that he that, that he you know, oh, people die because they don't have guns. Why doesn't he have guns? Why does he have more than one door? If he only had one door, this wouldn't be an issue. Like, dude, that's not ironic. It's not funny. You're not you're not making a point. You're being idiotic.
0: Yeah,
1: it's so dumb. Like, like people speaking. are just mentally ill. Yeah. I mean, that's I think that's the one thing we need to address in this whole boils down to what happened in the eighties when Ronald were for- he started a trend in California that closed all public mental health institutions and made it so that the state cannot come and collect people who are in very obviously horrible mental distress situations. They can be placed on a temporary three-day hold, and that's it. Like if they And if they go to a mental health institution and they do the song and dance, and they can get out in three days. Trust me. I got Okay? I know. All right, I've met these people. Uh, Trust me, I know. Hmm. I know. <laughs> okay, <Interesting. laughs> it's just, it, it's just it, with you. You have so many of these people who are like Patrick Bateman, whose only relative, the only emotions they feel are just anger and disgust for their fellow man, being able to just go into any public institution and straight up lie and study for a test. And, like, you know, there's no test of character. There's no test of, like, you know, are you a decent person? How do you do in your community? It's like, okay, you will work for the government. That's fine. You stay there for 10 years. Next thing you know, you're moving up the ladder. And people will trust you all of a sudden because you work for the government, even though you've just been there for 10 years doing the song and dance that everybody wanted you to do. Like, know, you know, filing papers or something. stupid check. <laughs> and nobody tests if, like, oh, hey, what if this person's crazy and they have ulterior motives? And if they believe crazy things, like, yeah, I don't know. A uh, massive suicide pact, like the human race shouldn't survive, or something like. That.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> dude, it, it, it's just so crazy, and it, it is. It, it is, and it you is. can see this on small yeah. scales in our own backyard when we talk about nerd stuff, okay? Because yeah. this, you like, <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi's been happening, guys, and guess what? Star Wars Twitter is gone insane.
1: I, I got on Twitter, and
2: There's and somebody. you know, it's like the. It's just like people are so deeply hypocritical when it comes to Star Wars and everything else that like I just lose my mind a little bit because like for after the first couple episodes or like and, and even before that, like like there's been this long ongoing thing with Star Wars fans where like they, they straight up tell you Star Wars is about fascism and blah, blah, blah. And, and if you don't understand that and you don't agree with that, then you're not a real fan and you don't understand Star Wars. And I'm just like. What And they're like, well, George Lucas said he based the Rebels off the Viet Cong. I'm like, yeah, George Lucas also said that he made Star Wars for kids, and kids aren't going to get that. But does that mean that kids can't be fans and that kids are, are don't understand it? No, because the movie is silly in, in, in a lot of aspects, right? and that's okay like it's okay for different people to come to star wars fall in love with it for different reasons come away with it from it with with different things like that's all okay and i don't understand this whole you're not a fan because you don't understand it. and if the director says it and the writer says it has to be true and blah blah, blah I, I don't agree with any of that and now okay. these same people these oh. same people because people started insulting uh, after episode four like when obi-wan sneaks Leia out under his uh, trench coat and they're yeah. like, oh, this is ridiculous, this is an insult, and all this stuff. And then people say, the, the same people I see saying, if you, don't, if you don't understand it's about fascism, you're not a fan. The same exact Twitter accounts, they're saying, don't you guys know Star Wars has always been silly? Oh, you must not understand that. Oh, you don't get it. Star Wars Star Wars isn't meant to be taken that seriously. You said it's about fascism, and that's the only thing it's about. What do you mean? What do you mean it's, it's, it's supposed to be silly now? Like I, I, I hate this shit. Cause it just drives me crazy. Like it's okay, well, we, can, we can we can like things and dislike things for whatever reasons. Yeah, and
1: that's just the problem with just fandoms in general. They feel like they needed to defend like you know this property from like you know their alternative views or whatever you know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's, well, that's the uh, problem. With, that's like, the other, it's other thing like you get eye- too, though.
2: Like people say, don't listen to negative YouTubers and form opinions based on their opinions. Form your own opinion. What they're really saying is, "Listen to me, I know better." Like, we can all have open right,
1: discourse, right? Yeah, and you know, for me, like Obi Wan, I, I think it's just okay. You know, I'm not sure. Like, you know, the trench coat thing was like funny and dumb, but I just, I don't know. I think this comes to a broader issue where I'm just getting tired of like, you know, the same shit recycled over and over and over again. And it's, it's, you know, I'm glad to see some things from Fallen Order, the base on the water planet, the Inquisitor base is, like, really cool to see. Um, yeah. It's, oh man, it, it's, I, I don't know, I was just watched the third episode, like, it seems like the same Star Wars story I've seen, like, a hundred times before. Or everyone feels the call to act, it's basically like the hero's journey for everyone, like, oh, there's a the call to action, like, you know, there's something that brings him into the world, now he's gotta go do something to be, Yeah and let I mean I, I, I think I think
2: the he hardest Tat- I think the funniest thing
1: to me is that he fucking left tataway and like just fucked off it, like in a space.
2: Yeah, I think that's what makes it so difficult is like <laughs> so many people Well, the the series happened because of demand from fans, right? And Maybe, fans yeah. fans had this idea for what the show would be and now it's nothing like that, right? Yeah, they so, thought it would be
1: Obi Wan running around giving a bunch of one liners. Doing a bunch of backflips and then, like, you know. Yeah, just, just like, spying
2: on Luke and mentoring him and talking to Qui-Gon and, you know, like, that's what people expected. And now you're getting something completely unexpected, which for some people is, like, a pleasant surprise. And for other people, it's like, well, this isn't what I wanted, so it's bad. But that's not necessarily true, right? Like, just because it's not what you wanted doesn't mean it's bad. Um, And then you have people saying it's canon-breaking and different things like that, and it's like, I don't know. When I watch it, I just take it for what it is. Like I, I try not to think about it too seriously because I don't want to go crazy. So, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting to see Princess Leia in the show at all. Um, so that there's that. <laughs>
1: I also put out like I don't know I don't want to be like that one of those people that was hitting on that kid from episode one that made that kid like want to go like you know he had to go to, like I thing he didn't have to go to, like a mental health hospital he had yeah, all there. sorts
2: of problems yeah
1: yeah uh, I don't but like dude this this kid playing Leia, like I just don't I can't like I, just...
2: I like everything about her aside from the fact that she runs at a snail's pace and seems to escape every time yeah I just
1: i don't i don't know like I'm just tired of the atypical
2: like badass uh, kid bad yeah Leia, sassy
1: that knows what's going on when like you know most of the time like the kid would have would have smacked the shit of that kid and like, he sh- <laughs> it's like you know that's the star wars i remember but you know i guess this is, you know, i don't know i don't know i just i, I just tell them about the show this is really like oh yeah this happened like you know there's some lightsaber duels and darth vader showed up in like the
2: second
1: episode i think like that and was
2: uh, to be like, or was it the first episode the th- well you see him in the bacta tank at the end of the first episode i think yeah and then you see him in the second episode as darth vader just like communicating with the inquisitors or at yeah, least with reva yeah. um and then in the third episode is when he literally murders people in a village and uh fights obi-wan Um, but I guess before all that, uh, I just want to say, uh, it's very odd to me, but not at all surprising that Star Wars fans continue to be the worst people on the planet and send racial slurs and death threats to people of color just for being in Star Wars. Uh, you can have valid criticisms of a character, uh, but sending them death threats and race racism, uh, race, racial abuse is, uh, is not okay ever. Um, personally, I, I don't, I don't know what the problem people have with Reva is. Uh, you know, I, I, maybe it's just because like her
1: character is new. Another dude is just just straight up fucking aliens. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I hate this planet. (laughs) dude like you this is what are they sending racial slurs about that dude's like alien species
2: no no not at all i mean like this is the this is this is the irony right this is what's so funny because when so like she spoke about it on her instagram like about like the the dms she gets and stuff like people calling her the n-word and stuff and just being racially abusive and then and then you have people who like Aren't really racist, but part of them is. And they get super defensive on Twitter and they're like, uh, people aren't being racist. People are just saying, like, they don't like how her character's written. It has nothing to do with her race. It has everything to do with her acting and the way that she's written and stuff. And it's like, dude, you don't need to defend racists or, like, whatever. Like, it's okay to be critical of people. It's okay to be critical of actors. It's okay to be critical of TV shows. It's not okay to send racial abuse to somebody. Like, th- there's no defending that. Like, even if you're trying to say, oh, well, I, 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 I criticized her, but that's that's not racist. Like, nobody's saying you're racist for sending criticism or or typing on Twitter. Like, don't DM people hate, even if it's not racial. You shouldn't be DMing actors anyway and saying, ah, I hated you in this. Like, like wh- that is mental illness. What is wrong with you? And oh, yeah, man. and yeah, Star Wars fans can say it's it's not even that popular in our community. Dude, you drove Kelly Marie Tran off Twitter for being racist to her and John Boyega and literally everybody of color or minority that's ever been in Star Wars. Like you made yes. George Lucas sell the property.
1: You never saw anybody attack like dunking on Oscar Isaac or anything like that. <laughs> exactly. You oh. saw people beating you saw people baiting up on Daily Ridley because she was just because she was a woman.
0: Yeah
2: and she um she didn't have any training and she like fought with a lightsaber. Okay, dude, Luke literally like barely had training too and he escaped the fucking Death Star and blew it up. Like just because you don't see him flying around his T16 Bullseye Womp doesn't mean it didn't happen. Just like fucking Rey, we don't know we we know she lived like for 20 years as just like a scavenger, fending for herself. You don't think she learned some skills along the way?
1: how to handle a melee weapon when we saw her multiple times wielding a staff in the very beginning like the first 30 minutes and she used that staff to beat up two stormtroopers
2: she she literally lived inside a fucking
1: disembodied
2: atat just chilling there you think she doesn't know like the the mechanical inner workings of
1: shit you know i don't even like those movies (laughs) exactly well, no, see, the, the one you and I are referencing, though, is the first movie. Yeah, you okay. and I both agree that the first one, The Force Awakens, was actually quite good. Yeah. And it's it's almost like it would have all three of them would have been good if someone would have sat down and said, okay, now that I've finished the, writing The Force Awakens, I'm going to write the other two movies to finish this trilogy in pacing with the first piece of story that I've contributed to this trilogy. But they didn't do that.
2: Um yeah, and, you
1: know, I, to us about that. There's about like 30 hours of podcast about that.
2: <laughs> I think you'll appreciate this though. Uh, cause Taika Watiti, who who's the director of Thor, you know, he's working on a Star Wars movie. Oh, uh, and he did it he did an interview and, and people were like asking him, like, pretty much like, <laughs> what kind of movie are you gonna do?
0: Star
1: Wars movie.
2: And this is this is what he said. He said, The Star Wars universe has to expand. I don't think that I'm any use in Star Wars in the Star Wars universe making a film where everyone's like, oh, great, well, that's the blueprints to the Millennium Falcon. Ah, that's Chewbacca's grandmother.
1: I appreciate that. Wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong. And if he's going to make, it like, an original story, you know, like what we saw with Rogue One, Rogue One introduced a lot of original characters that I, we weren't really introduced to alternatively. So,
3: yeah. Yeah.
1: You know.
2: It'll be great. I also responded to this tweet. Someone tweeted. Someone just Why called me. To,
1: see, there's a first problem. You're, you're responding. Five, I, I never two,
2: respond to tweets, but I felt like you, this you, was a you good... T-
1: you literally just lied to me right now when this, you just responded to a tweet. Why'd you set yourself up? Like,
2: this is Fly. like one of my only tweet responses, and it's because, like I said, I'm losing my mind, okay? There's just so much <laughs> mental illness in the world. Uh, well,
1: my psychic energy of the crazy humanity is, is overwhelming us. Yeah. So Someone
2: uh someone tweeted and said someone just called me a pretend fan because i like kenobi since when does liking star wars not make you a fan what the fuck i said everyone knows true star wars fans dislike anything star wars past 1980 ish for some reason
1: yeah got wrong. yeah
2: I mean, like, and also, why do you care what anybody else has to say? Just like the things you like. Who fucking cares? And you don't have to be part of the community. Uh,
1: Because some people are incredibly socially awkward like you and I, so they never had to come to terms and accept the person that they were and rather than just rely on positive opinions of everyone else around them.
2: I was socially awkward, but I also was very insecure and sought a lot of validation, which is why now I don't give a shit. Like, if you always care about what other people think, you're never going to enjoy your life
1: it's hard to care, not, not care about what people think when all of your personal confidence comes from per, uh, personal validation. From exactly,
2: others. which is why you have <laughs> to separate yourself from that. You have to find your own love for yourself, validate yourself, understand yourself, and then say, whatever, man. I, I'm i happy with my life. Uh, yeah, but, it, it, but when you're not, yeah, yeah you can't do that.
1: <laughs> but if you're really attractive, you can just make being attractive your whole personality and have people give you money. It's great. But, but I'm not.
2: <laughs> You know, I had to come to yeah. terms with with the fact that um, I'm not attractive and, you know, people are embarrassed to be around me. But it's all right. You're a, han-
1: you're a handsome boy. It's fucking about it. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, uh, what else do you want to ramble about?
0: Um.
1: Well, overall, so like the- you just kind of feel
2: mad about Obi-Wan.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just, like, he, the first episode's like, oh, I'm not Obi-Wan anymore. Fuck you guys. And then episode two, oh, I guess I'm Obi-Wan. And then he goes
2: and he fucking does. Okay, I did have an issue with episode one, but I only had one issue, right? Like, okay. I, I, I didn't care about, like, I, I enjoyed most of the episode. My only issue is they tried to do this three beat of him stealing the fucking fish, and nothing ever came of it. Like, why show shots of him literally stealing the fish more than one time if you're not gonna make something of it the third time?
1: How he sustains himself, bro. It's how he gets his moisture. He's feeding
2: his, he's feeding his fucking EOP the fucking fish. He's not eating that shit. He's fucking. He's over there fucking making his fucking, you know, making little, you know, putting his flour in his. Cup and then it becomes a meal or some shit, you know?
1: like a fucking tattooing sashimi, bro. It's when you put it's when you put fucking a bunch of sand and then you get the giant sliced like fish and then they, you
2: fucking they, eat that. They, you know, there has to be a deleted scene where he gets in trouble by like the dude, like the the guy running that fish yeah. chucking factory, because you literally see in the first scene he steals the fish and then someone else gets in trouble for like. I don't even remember what, but like the boss gets mad at him or like doesn't want to give him all their money or something. And like you think, you, you think Obi-Wan's going to like stick up for him, but he doesn't. So then you think, oh, something might happen later. Or oh, no, they're, like, getting, they're, they're getting harassed
1: by Inquisitors, remember? And then like, you
2: know, uh, like, oh, i No, think you're, no, no. Uh, I'm talking about after work.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought get, the workers started getting harassed by Inquisitors. Uh,
2: uh, Not on the job, you know, that was like when like they were like in. Moss Espa or something right I don't know anyway my point was like you know you expect Obi-Wan to do something but then you see it he doesn't so you're like oh maybe later he will right like the whole point is like now he's detached but eventually he's going to come around and he keeps stealing the fish so then you're like oh he's going to get caught and then like you know or like something like uh, something's going to happen but nothing ever happens <sighs> anyway um. Excuse me.
1: Well, yeah, the Inquisitors. Um, they look cool, and I think their outfits are cool. I mean, I mean that main lady—I don't know her name. Uh, she's okay. She's okay. I feel like she's not gonna survive this whole series though. So I don't know, like you know, the point of why everyone's getting so much about it. So whatever. Um, yeah. Also, like Riva,
2: like claimed she let them go, but I don't think she actually let them go. She clearly was trying to stop them from going. You know, but um yeah and like uh, you know they killed the grand inquisitor but apparently like he might come back or something
1: bones bro somehow the grand inquisitor is returned yeah somehow Sith cloning technology 2000 years old wait i just saw a homeless clone on the street no he didn't shut the fuck up don't, don't worry about it
2: yeah Oh, also, I saw like on uh, like something else on Twitter where like someone was like, "Oh, like uh, George Lucas clearly didn't have Darth Vader planned to be the main villain. Like Grant, like Tarkin was supposed to be the main villain, but then once he was killed, then like he had no choice. It's like yo, you know, like he's the one who killed him,
1: right?" Yeah, if there was a main villain to be like the Emperor, I would like, think
2: probably. Yeah like they're like oh you know like uh Vader's like not even the main villain he's just supposed to be like a lap dog and whatever like and I'm just like sitting here thinking like well first of all the main antagonist in a new hope is Luke uh, cuz he doesn't have to overcome Vader or Tarkin or the empire or anything he just has to overcome his own uh nonsense like overconfidence and release that and believe in something greater than himself so technically he's his own antagonist uh but you know whatever uh <clears throat> yeah i don't know it's just weird
1: deep deep star wars thoughts
2: i mean it's not even that deep it's just like it's kind of boring you know like it's awful to like you know have like like to to analyze things like the way that you're taught like professionally how to analyze things like because then like it's just boring like it, it just leaves no room for anything which i don't like so you know what i mean
1: Yeah, I, like, you know, I am just keep thinking of, like, anything insightful to say about Obi-Wan, but, like, I watched it, and I just thought it was kind of math Like, you know, I think they were pointed to some deeper themes, but they either just went over my head, or just they are the same deep themes I've seen a hundred times before. Like, they were trying to set up this thing about Obi-Wan being in hiding, and then all of a sudden he's not in hiding. They were talking about Obi-Wan only protecting Luke, and then he's off to protect Leia from an under, underwater Inquisitor base in the heart of the Empire.
2: Yeah, I mean it's also uh, like it's the also something is
1: just all off. I think that's just what a lot of the shows get for me is it's like their pacing is just fucking all over the place. Like some episodes are fucking crazy, other episodes just aren't, and I don't know like why they are that way.
2: Yeah, also the lightsabers are very bright. Yeah, like super luminous, which I don't have a problem with. I just noticed it. Um, yeah, it's and- it's a similar theme even to the Mandalorian where like. You have, like, this guy and, like, this, like, person he's protecting and, like, that's what your story revolves around, which a lot of people like, you know, like, but I don't know, um... I, I, I really it's, like the show, but I get what you're saying.
1: The thing about the Mandalorian is, at least they did cool, new, innovative things that made it exciting and fun to watch. There was nothing new and crazy. There's at least as far as I've seen, there's nothing new and crazy in Obi Wan that is like some sort of just heartthrob refugee <laughs> story that wasn't told about Holocaust survivors about like 80 times, <laughs> you know? Because that's what Order 66 was. It was the Holocaust of the Jedi, and. It, the, you know, the comparison is there. It's a religious order being persecuted by a large fascist dictatorship. <laughs> and it's just... yeah. And it's supposed to be of the survivors of the story, and that's a story that I... Oh, you know, we... The order 66 thing has been done so many times, so I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with... Like, uh, know, just, you know, so oh,
2: so you didn't you didn't like seeing the Order 66 thing at the beginning of the show? You were just no, like, yeah, we've seen it too many times. It's like, oh,
1: hey, let's throw Order 66 in here, like, that'll... <laughs> Get the kids yeah, up.
2: also one of the younglings is very clearly Reva. I mean, yeah. like I I I mean we can't like say 100%, but it it looks to be that way, you know? Like yeah. So, I, I I think the show can be interesting. Like I just enjoy watching it. Like it's more Star Wars content. Uh I love Ewan McGregor and uh even seeing like Darth Vader come back is really cool. Um there's like some speculation i don't know because like they did credit james earl jones with like in the credits like they say like james earl jones as darth vader um which
1: still was pretty good with the highlights Um,
2: but to me he
3: sounded
2: fine people uh, are saying like it wasn't actually him like they they used um like audio engineering to recreate his voice but because they used it like his voice like samples they have to give him credit
1: well, the, the voice, is he's,
2: he's still alive, right? Yeah, he's
1: 90. Did he say, like, did he say, oh, no, like, they stole my shit? Like, no, no. Yeah, I think he like, would have came But, I think people, he but came because
2: out. of, like, the the software that they used to recreate, like, Luke Skywalker's voice, they used the same software in Obi-Wan, like, it's at the end of the credits, so people are saying, oh, James Earl Jones didn't actually record those lines, like, which, I'm just like, how, how do you know that? Like, like people are just speculating that like it was created entirely with software
1: maybe they just want to bash on it because they're looking for things to bash on they want to bash a 90 year old man i mean they weren't even bashing
2: they were like oh it's so cool like they recreated his voice with 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 ai and stuff and i'm like but did they like how how do we how do we know like people are just so sure that he didn't return to 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 record any lines i'm just like but
0: how how do you know
1: so odd Maybe they think that his voice just couldn't sound the same. They can't deal with the fact that some people can actually still be pretty spry up until their 90s. Yeah. Definitely should be leading countries, though. But, you know, they could definitely be voice acting.
2: I mean, I wouldn't doubt that they enhanced his voice, right? Like, you would expect that to else, happen right but
1: also we understand the nature of audio the the quality of audio recording equipment has changed drastically from the 1980s to now so of course it's going to sound much much different like yeah
2: well p- because by... people are also saying like well in rogue one he didn't sound that great whereas like mm-hmm. in this like he sounds like really good like well they they just audio like they just created it recreated his original voice and like what how do you know he didn't come and record lines and then they just enhance it? I don't know. Maybe like that software is only specifically used to like create artificial voices. But I don't even think that's true because Mark Hamill did return as Luke Skywalker in both The Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett. And did 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 audio for him.
1: My favorite cameo. <laughs> ah. Did you watch like Miss it- Marvel? Oh uh, no, I haven't. I'm going to though, probably either tonight or tomorrow or something like that.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, I I definitely recommend it, even to anybody out there interested in, in literally anything. Like, people maybe don't understand the gravity of a show like Miss Marvel or the comics that Kamala Khan first appeared in. Um, and I've I've had this opinion for a long time because I I read her her run. Um, so, uh, G Willow Wilson wrote Miss Marvel. 2014 volume one which is the first appearance of Kamala Khan and um, ever since I read that series I've always felt similarities between her character and Peter Parker Mm -hmm. Uh, and not because like they're similar characters and or whatever but because both are teenagers when they're introduced who you know are struggling already with different things in life and on top of that they get powers right the the difference is like when Kamala gets her power she's like oh this is fucking sick dude like in comics like she loves it and like she meets like her idols and her heroes you know so it's a little bit different but I I do think Kamala Khan is like the like this coming generation or or the past generations like the new generations Peter Parker like so many people are going to just grow up loving comics because they can relate to Kamala Khan. Uh, really? And so I, I think it's huge. I think it's huge for for a lot of people. Uh, I, I even tweeted that and someone responded and said, people will forget about this show in a month. And I was like, well, whatever. Like, okay. I didn't even respond to him because it's like, who cares? Like, that can be your opinion. But um, like some people, yeah, some people will forget about the show in a month because they're not interested in it. While other people will, it'll stick with them for a long time because just like me, like Peter Parker st- has stuck with me all my life. Not just because Spider Man's like the biggest Marvel hero, but like Miss Marvel's nothing to, to laugh at. Like she's not a small time character. Like everybody knows, or uh, most people know Miss Marvel, or at least who Miss Marvel in comics was, Carol Danvers, before she became Captain Marvel. Like people are familiar with the character, you know? But <clears throat> yeah, I, I just think like it's 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 going to be pivotal for a lot of people uh atolia says i thought it was really good yes yes it was really good the show uh is a little different not super different uh there's so many like little things in there for people who've read the comics to really enjoy uh but they're definitely taking some liberties so
1: that's uh that's good i you said i haven't watched it and i don't read the comics um so you know i'll watch it and i'm interested and it's different and he uses those things that are unique and cool i like it and it was just atypical oh i was a hero i was a boring person now i've been brought into this special world where i'm ultra special all the time and i'm like oh that's fun and then, like you know it has some cool effects and some good music i'm like all right that's cool and you know sick. but um, yeah so, uh, i don't know anything about it so we'll see what happens <laughs> anyway, yeah uh,
2: it, it's something that i think I mean, for, for anybody who loves nerd stuff already, like, even the, they'll really relate to Kamala because, like, she's really, like, even in comics, right, she writes a lot of fan fiction and stuff uh, about Marvel superheroes because she loves, like, the Avengers and stuff. Like, she's obsessed with them. So she writes, like, fan fiction, which in this series, they translate more to, like, making YouTube videos, um, kind of. But uh, really, like, she, like, she's into, like, superheroes, like, all of us. And she, like, wants to go to a, a, a not a comic book convention, but a convention about the Avengers, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wants, to, like, cosplay and, like, stuff like that. And it's like, but she also has, like, very overbearing Muslim parents. And, you know, like, they're very strict. And it's like, y- we can relate to the desiring to go to, you know, Avengers Con and shit. And, uh, like, a lot of other people can relate to having strict parents who don't want you out past a certain time and having curfews and like being controlled and feeling like you have no escape and whatever like there's something there for everyone
1: yeah
2: um what else i mean so even since last time we podcasted there was star wars celebration Uh, there was a summer
1: there was a summer games fest uh there wasn't really anything too big there have been like
2: so many though like like the past like couple of days there's been like xbox had an event yeah,
1: i really miss i miss e3 um shout out to my gamers i love e3 everyone loved the everyone loved e3 it was the conference it's where we got all our big gamer news for the for the coming years or you know and it's just no. gone and now we got a bunch of people giving their own fucking little conferences and all the schedules are all fucking conflicting with each other and they're all being streamed so they're all shitty and you know the only one that was like genuinely good was the summer game with the Game Awards one which is by that one guy Off who's like just holding it all together on his own.
2: Yeah was um, that was that that was one from two days ago?
1: Yeah I think it was like a week ago actually this the, the Game Awards one that's the one I really genuinely watched.
2: That's the I one don't... where like every game was in space right? Uh,
1: a few of them, yeah. Like every no, single that was, one. That was, that was the X. That was the Xbox Expo. I think you're talking about because Xbox did their own Expo and yeah. Capcom. Yeah. Capcom, yeah.
2: Capcom's was so bad. It was so
1: boring. Yeah, like it was just a bunch of dumb anime games, like and a bunch of boring. Yeah, games.
2: and Xbox is too. Like, like I'm sorry. Like I saw people tweeting about it, but on, who gives a fuck about Persona?
1: Yeah. Well, a lot of people, I you know, some people do care, really care about Persona. That I was, hate anime
2: games like that. Like I don't hate anime. Well, but, like, I games think, like that? I think
1: I think you should try Persona 5 first before you talk shit about Persona 5, Persona 5 is a really, really good game. Uh, it uses a lot of innovative, really engaging RPG elements, and it also, like, really streamlines the combat and makes it much more better than other alternative RPGs of that nature.
2: I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm terrible at games, so I probably still wouldn't enjoy it.
1: There's a, It's a great. Like, it has, like, a literal, like, a, like a, a easy, free-play, baby-sucker mode where, like, if you just pick the dialogue options, that it doesn't come back for you, there
2: you go. Perfect. Uh, there was a Lord <laughs> of the Rings game announced.
1: Yeah, mobile one, so we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> no,
2: no, is it? No, Return to Moria. What? The... Oh, oh, that's right. I, I heard people talking about it, but I thought it was... I don't know be. what it's gonna, I don't know what kind of game it's gonna be. I know what it's about. It's about like, Gimli leading the dwarves back to Moria during the fourth age. Like after the War of the Ring and stuff, which... Okay, I don't. I guess, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I hope it's not like, oh, uh, I hope it's not like the, like the War of the Ring game or whatever, where like, it's turn-based combat, like it's supposed to be like Final Fantasy. I hate that shit. You
1: know, we got Lord of the Rings did before. Like, the War in the North was really good. War in the uh, North
2: was dope. Its conquest was sick. I never yeah. played the Shadow of Mordor ones.
1: I played Shadow of War and Shadow of War. They're both really good games. Um, a lot of people complained about uh, Shadow of War, which is the second one. I don't know why.
2: They're super canon like, breaking. I think that's like Tolkien. <laughs> Tolkien elitists like don't like that. But
1: oh man, Tolkien! <laughs> the hardcore fans of a genre of a certain specific property don't like people like. Doing uh, suggesting alternative histories in order to sell more media of that thing. Wow, damn. Yeah.
2: People don't like uh when you turn Shelob into a woman.
1: Well sometimes they read the Shelob lines and are like, damn, I wanna fuck that spider.
2: She she-lob has no lines.
1: They wanna fuck that spider, bro. Like yeah, there's the lines of hunger. The eyes always piercing, always looking, never closing. Shelob doesn't <laughs> talk. Big fiercity, fiercity fierce from a bygone age, left over from a world that has long even, since.
2: Even the way Shelob is described is utterly disgusting. Like, <laughs> like he describes the reek from her underbelly, how she's gotten so fat off like feet, like in gluttonous and stuff. Like, there's nothing appealing about Shelob.
1: I like that spider, bro. Well, at the end of the day, like, you know, you do, like, go beat up Sauron or something like that or steal someone's, like, dark energy and you become, like, a necromancer and, you know, like, become, like, the Witch King but not the Witch King. It's a lot of stupid shit. Like, at the end of the day, it's just a lot of fun. You run around swinging a sword and fighting orcs while they scream, like, you know, Lord of the Ring things at you. You fight dudes that look vaguely like Ring Ringwraiths sometimes, so it feels like Lord of the Rings.
2: Yeah, well, and even <laughs> people playing those games aren't, aren't like, playing them necessarily caring about the lore like you're just trying to enjoy the game right like
1: they are and they are they are a lot of fun like you know conquering fucking like you know kidnapping orcs and like you know branding them with your hand and then having them go and conquer fortresses is a lot of fun you know defending your fortresses from other orcs is really fun it's right yeah
2: when it's just like you know you look at like the spider-man games like you know, they're not going to be like oh we're just gonna use a story that everybody knows for these spider-man games like they're gonna have some originality to them and like adapt a story and make it their own and like you know people aren't gonna sit there and be like oh my god i can't believe that they they changed so-and-so story like you no. like you're just gonna enjoy the game and, and appreciate the story you're given like even with fallen order like i don't know why fallen order needs to tie into to the canon of star wars like it can just be a fun game that takes place in the Star Wars universe, right? Because Cal
1: Kestis is a really well-written well male character We anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what all Star Wars fans are saying. We need more white male characters.
1: Yeah, they know he's ginger, don't you understand? <laughs> oh, different. yes. Ginger. The state's the state difference. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, but what else came... Uh, the big one was like the... The last reveal, right? Like the it's it's also a space game.
1: Oh, uh, uh, the that's the one uh, that they've been talking about. Uh, yeah. Uh, Starfield. Yeah. There you go. You know, uh, but... yeah, they've been talking about Starfield since 2018. Before they released uh um, Fallout 4, uh, that's when they first hinted that they're working on like a sci-fi game that's independent from Elder Scrolls and from Fallout. Uh, i gotta be honest the starfield trailer kind of looked like shit so i don't know we'll see. yeah i
2: i don't i don't get it like all these all these trailers that i saw are so laggy yeah like you know well, like, I think
1: the problem is, is that a lot of the engines that these people are running on are just simply just beginning to outpace the budget of certain departments they have that that make those trailers like and especially, too, like, the one thing I do... The one thing that I can give Bethesda a for is that they actually had in-game recordings. There's a lot of people that have, like, cutscenes that are all pre-rendered and shit and they say, this is, like, this is shot in in-game engine footage, so people assume that it's actual gameplay when it's actually not. And it's just a stupid... It's a stupid deception in that they actually showed gameplay. And it does look really rough, I'm not gonna lie. And, like, and it... Whoa. It's, just like, it's the smoke from, like, the... the, the angry joe was yelling about this like the smoke i guess from uh from the the rocket ships and shit like that like we're like shit and it did um but i well, just do will
2: touch up a lot of that though probably you know
1: and you know well, hope. Is, like, yeah we hope but we also just like you know they really got to get this one right because Bethesda's like in hot water right now and it's gonna start boiling and starfield fucking sucks because fallout 76 was a shit show, like you know, i'm probably gonna play fallout 76 if it goes free to play again but i'll just check it out that at the end of the day like i'm not gonna spend any money on it and i almost have love to go play it but i love fallout 4 so much and i'm starting to hit like you know hit the bottom of the fucking well when it comes to fallout 4 content That i just want more fallout content and fallout 76 just more fallout 4 for multiplayer <laughs>
2: yeah also and- i don't like the uh like the game trailers where they're like Ah, uh, you've played this game already, but now play the full version. It's like, yo, what? You just want to charge me more money and you didn't give me the full version the first time? It's like when, when Kraft Mac and Cheese started making commercials where they said now made with 100% real cheese. What the fuck were you giving me before?
1: That's the thing that nobody wants to talk about, you know? <laughs> uh, the 60s and 70s and all the fucking lead and all the food and literally everything they put in their bodies, but you know, it's okay. Like- totally just lead <laughs> no one ever died from lead poisoning yeah, a, little, a little bit a little bit of lead you know just like cigarettes they're good for you you know they used to, rec- they used to recommend the cigarettes for sore throats like here you fucking got a sore throat just fucking smoke this whole thing
2: yeah it's not like they banned lead from being in your fuel for a reason like
1: uh, you know people say i gas tanks getting a full of lead good old days it, back men, men. It, well
2: it used, it used to be, to be really them. cheap to to um to whatever manufacture oil i guess with with lead and uh the the main companies that were doing it like it's not talked about very often but like it's literally like the the most deadly thing that's ever happened in our country was like it killed so many people because there was lead in our gasoline
1: yeah that's crazy and this is like the only environmental damage like there's a whole board dedicated to chemical disasters chemical spills and disasters and like we're still drilling offshore even though like it, they just keep fucking blowing up and pipelines keep rupturing I'm like no don't worry guys we'll figure it out this time this time for sure well you if they did the...
2: figure it out maybe our fuel would be cheaper
1: yeah all right, all right i don't know maybe we shouldn't like you know worry about cheap fuel when it comes to the preservation of the food source for most people on this fucking planet
2: hey man there's a balance
1: yeah yeah i know and i feel like we've hit that balance way too far and we gotta you know let go of some things in order to bring it back into actual balance um yeah, yeah. well <clears throat> i mean
2: like i think that's why there's such a push for electric yeah. uh but electric we- also requires fuel
1: or at least for hybrid too like that's the thing like we're not
2: and our grid cannot support fully
1: electric vehicle
2: like, yeah. if, if everyone had an electric vehicle, nobody would have power.
1: Yeah. Like,
2: just kind of, just kind of is how it is.
1: But the free market will then step in and provide the power, right? Right. No,
2: because uh, there's like, if if it was truly a free market, electrical is not necessarily a free market. Like a lot of the grids and things are are controlled by government.
1: Yeah. Is... I think it goes off also too like there's been a conversation that the New York Times has been putting out there that I think is very interesting for people that live in extremely urban city areas that drive excessively large vehicles despite the fact that they almost never commute with other people or like, you know, <laughs> and they're still just guzzling out all that gas for one person because it still sits at a certain weight. Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. There's just a lot of stupid, crazy shit going on right now. And it's gonna feel like it's going to be a completely different world in five years
2: uh yeah it's a it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot there's, a, there's yeah. a lot of trouble on the horizon yeah um but and uh nobody's talking about the war in ukraine anymore but you know that's still going on
1: yeah. so v. ways probably coming out in a few weeks the decision that's gonna be a fucking shit show it's probably gonna be riots <laughs> in every major metro, metropolitan area yeah, yeah i mean it,
2: it depends what what actually happens um yeah. Uh, I, I I don't understand people uh, protesting, like, in California, but...
1: That's because people are, uh, yeah, that's just what people, like, in California like to do.
2: Yeah. Like, anytime I hear about, like, violence from either the right or the left, I like, I don't even know what issue it's about anymore because there's so many hot-button issues that everybody's, like, arguing over right now.
1: You know? Yeah and, and like, like and that's the thing about that's the thing about right now is that any one of these issues could just send over the boil it could sip the, the water over the pot and sit the boil over
0: uh, yeah
1: and then, and then you get a fucking flare up from the from the gas and then the whole house burns down um you definitely don't want that so yeah yeah you gotta be, I don't know. The problem is, this. we need politicians that are going to be able to come down and calm down the rhetoric. And they just, there's no politicians that are willing to do that anymore because being inflammatory is the key business part of social media. Uh, because at the end of the day, the, you and I have both been on Twitter, we know that the tweets to get the most shares are usually the ones that have the hottest takes or the worst takes or are like what is considered the, the best take at the moment and then it's considered a horrible take eight hours later.
2: Well, yeah, um, because if someone says, like, something incredibly racist, like, people, of course, have to respond. They can't just let that go, you yeah. know. So, of course, they're going to get all the all the replies or whatever. Um,
1: yeah. And politicians are just following that business model in lockstep, but they're not going to break away from it and try and connect with their constituents. Like, the vast majority of old people just are on Twitter. <laughs> like, most people over yeah. 40 are on Twitter.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, and Donald Trump set the model, too, like— you know, it, for him, it, it was never about being right. It was always just about being entertaining. Yeah. Like it, it. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter that most of the stuff he said, you know, during debates was wrong. He made people yeah. laugh, and when you make people laugh, they like you. Like, and if they're already I'll on your side, like you're just gonna embolden them even more.
1: I'll never forget the day you lean into his microphone and just whispered the word "wrong." Yeah. Like. And it just became a meme. It became a meme. I saw people on the left using it as a meme. They use it all the time. Everybody uses it as a meme template now. Like he's entered meme, memed um Like he's there forever. <laughs>
0: it's just yeah.
1: Talking crazy, man. You know, I don't think any other Paul. Oh, no, come on, man. I guess come on, man has gotten in there pretty good for a fight. Presidential meme phrases. Yeah. We do, do hot button, hot, hot button topic.
2: Yeah, I mean, and and it's not like new necessarily. Like people, people like well. In presidential debates in, like, the early 1900s and 1800s, like, people used to call, like, the, their opponents' wife's whores and stuff. You know, like, it's not like <laughs> it's not like Donald Trump was anything new, but, like, when you look it's at true. modern politics, like...
1: Well, this is a hot take that Ben Shapiro had that I actually thought was pretty genuine when he said, like, you know, politics these days is just people throwing mud at each other, and then Trump came in, and he was, like, a fucking mud monster. That's what he said. He's a mud monster. Like, you can't throw mud at him, like, because he's a mud monster, and it just adds to his pile. And you start like swinging it around like crazy,
0: yeah.
1: And because you, you can't, <laughs> and it's hard to beat someone like that in this current political climate. And it's really, I, I just don't know why. I don't know why our politics is like this. Like, I don't. I wish it wasn't, but it is. And we just, just got pushed keep, to extremes. Like it's gonna, it's gonna keep getting worse. I feel like it's gonna keep getting worse and worse and worse. Like, yeah. just, like the well, people, left and righter scrambling about the lack of institutional faith and people wondering why it's just because like it's just hard to take any of it seriously anymore
2: yeah well like people like used to be able to just have discussions and meet in the middle or put politics aside or whatever and like these days it's like if if you know that i am you know a liberal or if you know that i supported trump like all of a sudden there's no there's no conversation ever right the 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 thing like the thing is like you and i could be complete opposites and we can have our different opinions and when we start talking about them we realize like even though we came to different conclusions we we have a lot of things in common like we have a lot of the same thoughts just we process them differently and come out somewhere different right and like people on the left get pushed further to the left by people on the right and people on the right get pushed further to the right by people on the left like you know and like you'll hear a lot of times like too like oh it's not like it's not people in the black community it's not people in the gay community it's not people in the trans community it's not their responsibility to educate someone else who disagrees with them which is true but if they're willing to have those discussions with people who disagree with them you're more likely to help change their mind right like no nobody's saying oh it's your job to convince me what people are saying is well if you have the attitude of that's not my responsibility and and, like and you need to accommodate me no matter what it pushes people further away like even if that's not your intention that's the result and you can say well that's not my problem like that's who they are which that's true that's true but if you're looking to change things that's not how you do it you know uh, and the the reverse of that is here in uh, lovely California, Northern California, in the Bay Area, where you know queerness is is cheered on, and we are we are you know we're so progressive. We have drag queens reading to to kids in a library, which is something that people have to opt into. They're not. Forcing anything on anybody, but you have the Proud Boys who have to go into the library here in the beautiful Bay Area and shout yeah. slurs at them and cause violence and get kicked out by police and then somehow get back in and cause problems just because they're not okay with drag queens reading to children.
1: Like, and what is wrong with people? And their parents brought them to. So at the end of the day, it's the parents' decision. So exactly. It's like the part of the thing that the Proud Boys and all those guys are trying to sit about so hard is like all oh, the parents made the decision to have it, bunch the schools, like they decided to go to this, take their kids here, like, well, they're indoctrinating their kids then. And like, it's just so, it's just, you know, like, so this QAnon thing, like, if people understand, like, this is why I'm just so, why I'm so paranoid for like probably the next, the rest of this decade, the rest of 2020 to, you know, 2030 is there are some of these people who are ready for immediate violence. There are a lot of, and also, here's another the thing. There's a lot of regular people. I know I have friend, a lot of friends in construction, and they're all having to move back in with their parents because of the inordinate situation with rent. It's just out of control. Like, I listen yeah. to a guy called Brian Buffini. He is about as much of a free market capitalist as you could possibly get, right? Even this dude says that the rent situation in the United States, and he's like an international so It's kind of his thing. He does a lot of management, coaching, and all that kind of stuff. Total free market capitalist. 100%. Like, just money, 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 money. And, he, and he even he says that the rent situation in the United States is completely out of control. So you have a situation where a lot of people in this country feel like they're being quartered by some sort of invisible force, but in reality, they're being quartered by lack of money because of everything getting extraordinarily expensive and because wages just haven't increased by like 1970, 1970 something. You know, it's been 7.25 for quite a while and the, the the thing about big businesses is, if they're going to save money, they're going to try and save money because they have a legal obligation from their shareholders to do that, and that means that they only they're only going to pay the federal minimum wage when they have to. Like you know, that's like their standard. Everything else is a joke.
3: Yeah,
2: and and raising minimum wage doesn't hurt those businesses either, yeah. right? Like, this is this is it. Like, I don't. I, this is again why I I hate party politics. Like, big government is bad. Big business is bad. Like, yeah. both are bad. Like, it both lead to things being bad for people. That's just how it is, right?
1: Like, yeah. And it's a situation when you have corporates with so much buying power that they're just buying up the most appreciable asset of all time, land, and they're excluding Americans. Like, you know, this is the thing where I just the free market and me like just fundamentally collide like on issues. Like when it comes to the free market, like. I don't think that these corporations should have, have a grab of these houses before American citizens do, because buying and owning a home is a fundamental part of the American experience. Well,
2: it's not sustainable either.
1: Yeah, like that. It, th- this it, is it.
2: where it's all gonna crash, right? Like, if if people can't afford rents, your home is gonna be unoccupied. Like, or your okay. thirty-seven properties are no longer gonna be occupied, and you're gonna be losing it, it, money.
1: And the reason the reason they're buying homes instead of buy instead of building apartment complexes, which is what they should be doing, because because apartment complexes will last over time. Homes eventually. The reason that you lease them or rent them is because you're eventually planning to sell them. Because
2: sometimes. Well, or because they pay for your own mortgage. Yeah. Right. Like if you have two mortgages, but and there are a lot of
1: there are a lot of people waking up to that fact now too. They're like a lot of people. If you're not if you're not a, if you're renting a house. You're not. You're just paying someone's mortgage. That's the whole reason you're there, you know. And it's, it's not like an apartment. It's just.
2: But sometimes, like, you can rent a house for almost the same price as you can rent an apartment.
1: Like, yeah, that's depending, what's
2: depending for, like. Like, dude, I I don't know like about like around you, but I know like where I am. Like, average rent for like a one bedroom is almost two K now.
1: Yeah, it's, in Brentwood, it's sixteen. It's, like the only one I could, the cheapest I could find was sixteen fifty. <laughs> It's fucking crazy. That's the cheapest. That's that's almost like that's like almost half of someone's disposable income for an entire fucking month. Like I don't understand how people expect this to last forever. There's not enough renters in the United States for that to be like sustainable.
0: Right,
2: and one people like this is again like, you know, you, a lot of people just don't really have understanding of of politics, and you and you'll have people who argue, well, you know, we've raised our minimum wage by like five dollars in the past five years, and. Like that's contributed, and yes, it has contributed to rising prices. I mean, that's literally how things work. Uh, but like, it's not to the extent people think it is, right? And again, when you raise minimum wage, it doesn't like help people that much because like your big corporations will just lay people off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I have to pay these people more. This is my budget for for salaries. We'll just fire people. And then you have, you know, companies like Starbucks, McDonald's, Target, etc. Where you have long wait times because nobody's working or they're closed like early or they're closed during the day because they don't they can't shift stuff.
1: Or you have employees quitting from very difficult working positions that just aren't acceptable in
2: what is supposed well, to be a
1: first world country. And nobody wants because? to work either,
2: right? Like, like we, we have like 11 million available jobs or something. People just don't want to work.
1: Yeah. Oh, and also, there's an the sense that the people don't want to work those specific jobs. There's also that too. The people who got college degrees. The people who got specific things. They they would go into an office and they would sit around all day in front of a computer screen, send some emails, attend some meetings, do this, do that, click a fucking stapler a couple times. I don't know. And that is just not manifesting. And I think a lot of people are realizing that the corporate world isn't all cracked up to be surprise, surprise. Even though a lot of people have been still worrying about that for a long time. And it, it's it's just. I don't know it's a fucking shit show it's is leading up to the end to the bigger shit show that's on the horizon for this decade <laughs> um, you know when you got a lot of unmotivated people that don't want to work because like you know that's the thing like why don't people want to work anymore why are that's a serious lack of motivation like where are all the new managers where's the new innovation like where are the new huge companies that are on the up and coming you know we've been sitting with these a lot of these companies the only new company that's really like tore its way onto the market in the past 10 years has probably been Tesla and maybe spacex like you know it's space but spacex is more of a uh, public imagination thing what's another well, company
2: i think there's been uh there's been a lot of innovation and a lot of introductions to the markets like if you're looking at the past decade i mean you're looking at like doordash uber eats like all these like ride-sharing things like that's when they were getting popular is like they started like 10 years ago you know like, yeah, but they've
1: also been fraught with serious controversy, and a lot of people I think are starting to turn off to them as the pandemic begins to wind down and starting to want to go out more. Yeah, you know? but it, it it's like, like it's the same like thing, happened, right? Like what happened with Amazon? With Amazon Go and what's going on with their uh, their Hello Fresh delivery right now? Like they're getting sworn by lawsuits because they're canceling out fresh delivery because they can't afford to pay the drivers anymore.
2: Yeah, I mean they're they're also opening like their Amazon Fresh stores, which are like brick and mortar stores that people go to and like they're supposed to like not have any uh cashiers or whatever like everything's like electronic or like whatever uh but i like i know people have been to them because like you know i work for a, i work in the grocery industry so they're technically competition but they're like they, they don't have a large assortment they're like they're kind of like just like a like a gas station convenience
1: store almost and this is a problem too with Amazon. what's going on with amazon like you know which is another company that has been considered innovative What's going on with Amazon Basic? Where they're very obviously just reading their own market data of people's, and then they just start selling a super cheap version of that thing that's super popular for that month. And it just, I don't know, man. Like I'm just depressed. Like I'm depressed about the state of the market. I'm depressed about the state of politics. Like it's just nothing seems to be going like right right now. I think it's probably the best way to describe it. And I feel like a lot of people feel like that too. Like you know, like we. Well,
2: yeah, and, and a lot of it do- Like that, there we are just... so many issues and they're mm-hmm. not like simple to fix either
1: yeah and also too with the innovation though, that i've had a minute to think about this like we have had delivery drivers for a long time and summoning them through your phone isn't exactly the hugest innovation and the biggest upset it was was to the regular taxi market found in cities taxis are a thing too the only difference is now they're on your phone and everything else is on your phone now too including personal health data right this is
2: the next big is the next you know obvious step so, uh, Yeah but it still required a lot like and it, and it took a lot it, it like even now like it's it's taking a lot of time to get right you know like it's still not yeah. perfect so like there's still like things that need to be fixed and, and a lot of companies are trying to to fix those so i mean we we have a we had a food delivery thing that started up here in sacramento years and years ago that like our grocery chain acquired like as our like exclusive delivery you know yeah. and then there's other like, services, like that we've acquired, like, that deliver fresh produce like to your house every week and stuff, like from their own farms and stuff, like, so, like, like subscription based produce, <laughs> uh, things like that. Like, th- there are innovations, uh, but but, but you're I'm right, good. like they're not like,
1: like the iPhone. What's the what's like the newest thing since the iPhone? Like, you, you know, and you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like just ground fucking shaking, completely changes how society functions like that's like we've got laptops laptops have gotten slimmer. computers have gotten a bit faster
2: we've got we've got what we've gotten as far as like technologically like as far as like our hardware or like you know devices i guess like are just like slightly better renditions like that's all we've ever gotten like since the introduction of the iphone which is really unfortunate and it's the same thing with like movies right like everything is just like a remake of something else uh, just with slightly better visuals right like it's the same thing it's like here's a new computer it's twice the cost of the old one and uh slightly faster it's like wow thank you oh yeah. you made up a bunch of fake marketing terms like m2 a massive mega gigachillion ship and uh our our 19 gigapixel screen like cool no. man
1: uh, I can still, is it still in 60 FPS? Yes. All right, then. Looks like it's No, man, look
2: like... our new screen is 480 FPS, but uh, all the existing technology is only capable of showing it in 60 FPS, and the bitrate is only capable of transmitting about 30 FPS um, <laughs> without crashing your computer, but one day we'll get there.
1: The battery pack on the phone literally isn't powerful enough to power 100% of the CPU. Like, just have the phone doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, and that's, like, the problem, you know, I think a lot of people... Our new phones
2: are capable of lasting, uh, uh, of of reaching the internet in half a second. Our new phones have incredible computing power, uh, which is insane, and you'll never believe it, but it drains your battery in two minutes. Thanks, man.
1: I appreciate it. I think that's just the problem with a lot of people being stressed out. They're finally starting to look around and see, like, oh, man, like, it doesn't look like this nothing has really changed since, like, the early 2000s, like, maybe the early 1990s. Like, even all of our fashion trends stay the same. Like, you know, the distinct style of fashion between the 60s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s was just completely different. And now, like, we're all just going into this whole shirt with pant and usual sandal or sometimes shoe, maybe, <laughs> like, or sometimes shorts, if hot, with yeah, sandals. You know.
2: I mean, it, and it, you look at all, like, you know, even, like, you know the foreboding you have for the future and stuff like you look at all this stuff and it's like even though they're all very complex issues like a lot of it just boils down to like uh the mental health of people like we we're we're all just so tired through covid through everything like we're burnt out we're we're
1: exhausted Absolutely. i also feel like we've been a very hard-working society for a very long time and there are a lot of young generations that have met the hardworking generations and seen that even at the end of their 45 years of hardworking, that they didn't get all these crazy stupendous things that they were promised by people who were above them, let's say in the socioeconomic class or position. And maybe that those young people have also become disenfranchised with the idea of like, you know, manual heavy labor. It's just, just uh, you know, they don't, they, they don't think work for, they don't think work hard. They think work smart. And that's just, something our economy has been more about it's been a work hard economy for a very very long time since like yeah. 200 for like 200 years almost well it's an it economy where you need to, it's, yeah. grind, it's a grindstone economy where you need to check point the grindstone
2: i think people and, also used to feel like like a like you know they were sold this american dream in a lot of ways of like i can work super hard and i can create like generate this massive wealth for me and my future generations and all this stuff. And now people are just like so dreadful of everything. it's like, no matter how hard I work, no matter what I do, I'll never, I'll never be able to afford a house. I'll never be able to buy the things I want. So it's like, I'll just work enough to pay the bills I need and how use whatever extra I have to take vacations and live life and do whatever, because why would I wait till I'm, I'm dying to do those things, you know? (sighs)
1: <sighs> yep
2: And it is depressing Like dude I, I, I feel it all the time Like I look at houses And I'm like wow Like I can't even afford Like a fucking $350,000 house Because The mortgage is like 2500 a month
1: You know And it's like
2: things. Yeah I make Decent money And my wife makes decent money And even then like You know we, we I, I don't feel comfortable With a mortgage that high You know
1: Yeah and there's like a serious problem in this country too. People, a lot of people don't know this, but as someone with uh, the inside information, let me tell you, uh, on the global market right now, on average right now, there are only about a million homes for sale, which uh, if you think that's a lot, it's actually visibly low for a country of over almost probably 400 million people now. Um, that with that much market scarcity, it's going to shoot prices up. I think it's increasing prices by almost 200%, to be 100% on to be. I'm not right. I, I think it's increasing prices to by 200%, to be honest with you, because it's just the fundamental scarcity of new home building because of it, regulations that really need to be sunsetted or maybe need to be suspended for a few years while we try to actually build new homes and build out new communities. Um and tear down old homes that are out of regulation and also old, ineffective business parks that people don't use anymore because people don't go to offices. So, there are some commercial districts that can probably be rezoned as uh, residential, but they don't want to do that because that means that the local planning commissions actually have to fucking do something. So, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: I mean, the, like, there are a lot of like multifamily housing developments around here where I live, mm. but that's mostly because like we're at like 150% capacity. Mm. <laughs> like, like for for every person, like or for every like five people looking for a house, like to have it, you know, like you know that's like not good. <laughs> like homeless population is crazy out here. People can't afford housing. People, I
1: don't know. Like See, most. That's, the thing. that's why I hate people. That's why like I also hate like my own political affiliation. Like I lean very left in a lot of instances, just because of I don't know cultural exposure or whatever and like you know like you're right you know you got these stupid Proud boys coming into a library you know that that was having like a a drag queen like reading night but like man like where's like the drag queen marches out in front of like these local planning commissions that refuse to go forward with new developments in Oakland you know where's like you know it's just just, the the forms of protest the forms of protest taken these days were just stupid and ineffective at least in my eyes and I don't care if that pisses people off because I really don't give a shit you know, yeah. you, got, you got people bitching and moaning on Twitter thinking that's some sort of political activism when it is very clearly not. And, like, look, I'm not the most politically active right now. I used to be really much in high school and middle school when I was when in California. It was straight up illegal. Like, they, it was a crime against, like, the state to be a homosexual person. That's when I was, like, really politically active. And that's when I was also super young. And it, it, it's right now, I've got a lot of personal issues to work through. So, no, I'm not very politically active. I don't go to a lot of protests or demonstrations or anything like that because I feel like a lot of protests and demonstrations, specifically in California, aren't going to impact the broad federal, like changing. Like, I feel like I need to go to D.C. and join those protests or whatever.
2: Well, even then, like, you know, like th- th- there are things to protest that will raise awareness and make a difference. But, like, the way a lot of people protest is just like, you know, you're just making people not like you even more
1: you know know, we had one guy who came and showed us how to do civil protests his name was martin luther king jr um and it's when you walk from one place to the other on the sidewalk in solidarity with the thing that you just the situation is so unreasonable that you need to spend your whole time walking from one place to another like in solidarity with other people that are also dealing with the same issue
2: yeah people did that these days they'd literally walk in the middle of the
1: street Yeah, I know, they'd obstruct other people, and they're like, oh, now I fucking hate these people because they're obstructing my day-to-day, and, you know, I don't want my day-to-day to to change because human beings beings are just animals, and we really like routine, just like my dog likes routine. Whenever I break her routine, she gets really fucking upset.
2: Well, yeah, and (laughs) and you're not protesting people commuting to work, like, you you know, if you're protesting against the government, like, disrupt the government.
1: I'm fuck it. And, rather, and imagine rather than you obstructing that person in the car rather they were driving on the street and they saw a bunch of people on the sidewalk walking in solidarity like oh man these people are really together on this issue i wonder what they're protesting about they go home they get on google they research the issue i'm like oh hey i agree with these people maybe i'll tell them right. like you know in the next march instead of now i fucking hate these people i'm gonna go shitpost about them on like reddit because they made yeah. me angry
2: i mean and it's like dude there's there's road construction that literally never stops i can't protest that by driving on the sidewalk yeah you know what i mean yep. which i wouldn't anyway but yeah but but you bring up a good point too because like the, the thing is like a lot of people don't want to educate themselves or don't don't know a lot of things and don't know to educate themselves like when you talk about you know things in oakland like people don't know that there are laws literally like forbidding or restricting multi-family housing or like zo- like the zoning in in san francisco in the bay area like people don't understand that aspect of it and then they're just like why are prices so much higher here it must be because we have so many rich people
1: yeah and also you know <laughs> san francisco's got a real san francisco talking about apocalypse <laughs> san francisco's got a fucking nasty mark i don't know like it's i think it's going to detroit to be honest i feel like the crime wave, a huge crime wave is going to come we have no faith in the office of the, i it just you can say whatever you want to say about Boudin, At but Lucy reg- uh, recognized that there was a serious issue with how, like, you know, prosecutors are throwing people with severe mental health issues that the court has no idea what to do with, just keep getting recycled through the courts. And Tessie Boudin was like, "Hey, maybe that's not such a good idea to just keep recycling these people through the courts and recycling, like, you know, wasting all the court's resources." Instead, it became, "Oh, he's just a weak DA because he won't throw the fucking book at everyone we don't like," and then <laughs> they recalled him. And it's really stupid. Also, he probably could have been a better public speaker. There's that fact too. I've watched a lot of his public addresses. He's just not—he's just not very good at speaking in public. So that's an issue too. But yeah. and you've got just a, a police department with such a lack of faith in itself, and with people having a serious lack of faith in it, and it's just—I don't oh know, man. And you got a Salesforce Tower that's empty. It's been sitting empty. That motherfucker's been empty for six years now. You know that whoever fucking built that building is going to go bankrupt for the next few years. Cause it's still empty. No Google. No Apple. No nothing. They just built their own.
0: They just built
2: their own compound. Yeah. And everyone everywhere is just like, you know, depressed and overwhelmed. And it's just like, there's a breaking point, you know. And it's really upsetting. Yeah. But even yeah. I, even I've been watching like the NBA finals, and uh, they've like every time the Warriors play at home, I'm just like, yo, this, th- this looks so nice, like their stadium, and like outside of it on the water and i'm just like wow too bad like as soon as you turn the corner it's a fucking shit show like it's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it's funny because it. um during like the western conference finals i think like uh it was like tnt was like the network so it was like charles barkley was there and he's like he's like i hope the warriors uh win uh while we're here in in phoenix or whatever like wherever they're playing i don't remember who it was or oh, like uh, no no they're playing uh the Timberwolves? Minnesota? Not I mean, Minnesota. Whatever. What some place. team and in some other place. I don't know. Like the Western Conference Finals. And Charles Barkley was like, man, I hope they win. I do not want to go back to San Francisco. Yeah. it's like, man, same. I feel you.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like you said, the city has a huge problem coming for and I don't know. It was the Denver yeah. Nuggets,
2: I think. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah. They beat
1: some team. Anyway, we've been ranting about things you probably don't know anything about for a while now. And I'm really tired. Um,
2: yeah, I think we know everything about everything, and we have no room for growth, and uh, yeah. we're just making geniuses. So
1: I think that we thought about enough of these issues for people that the people, all the hundreds of millions of people that are watching right now, uh, and they're filling their brains with our ideas. And we'll go forth and espouse them namelessly without thinking for themselves.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure we just solved every major issue in the world.
1: Um, oh yeah, no, my phone is really ringing off the hook right now. It's it's literally word or Herzog, dude. He wants to make oh. a documentary. He wants to make a documentary about me, dude. What the fuck?
2: Oh, hello, Elon Musk. Oh yes. Oh, you're welcome. I, I'm yeah, I'm grateful I for my
1: contributions
2: to your
0: efforts.
1: I, I forgot to show you. I got a I got an Instagram message from the Elon Musk. Oh. I I cannot believe I forgot to send this to you. And he wants me to join an Instagram page set up for people that are that just engage with him on the daily and like talk about running. That is the Elon Musk sliding into my DMs, bro. Dude, wow. He must have listened to our podcast, and he would be like, "Wow, these guys, their brains are so big. Their dicks are so huge. They are, they're, dude, like they just permeate." Alpha, alpha masculinity. Like, it just fucking washes out. It's so
2: official that it, you got a message from at Elon underscore Musk 606, and he tells <laughs> you to, that they're blessed to have you as an amazing fan at exactly. Elon official spelled wrong.
1: Exactly, bro. It's it's the Elon Musk in my DMs. I'm sorry, dude. I'm You're a loser, and I'm not. I don't know how else to fucking tell you. Is he in your DMs? No. Exactly. Exactly, all right? That's how this works. M-
2: In- yeah, man. My Instagram DMs but- I- is uh, someone called wild card Bitches. Oh, yeah,
1: dude. <laughs> anyway, I need to get off the internet because I'm tired and hungry. So take yeah. me off
2: the internet. Yeah, bye, internet. Thank you. Much love. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for watching and commenting.